going into my basketball. Every time I rock, man, this is how we rap around. Peace to my man. Now we got the camera out. Every time I spit it, cross over the All right. Hello, everyone. This is Josh, also known as Yashu, and you're tuning into the 41, the 41st episode of the TOY Talks uh, podcast. You know, uh, thank you uh, for tuning in and, you know, definitely uh, check it out on all platforms uh, right now, as mentioned, like in other uh, episodes, uh, too, like Buzzsprout, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well, too. So let's get started. You know, I think he's like actually one of the most dopest artists uh, right now, you know, having like the unique uh, Detroit sound and like bringing it to like Toronto with a lot of dope music. He has like an album out with uh, with uh, production credits from RJ Lamont. Who's uh, produced uh, Sada Baby and much more too? Is managed by Team Real Estate Two Four Seven, and he's doing like a lot of shows ever since, you know. Yeah, so yeah. shout out Team Two Four Seven, shout out TLO, you already know. Appreciate ah, you guys for having me, you know. All right, KG the Sad, yeah, you know how KG. you doing today, man? I'm good, bro. How you guys feeling? I'm doing all right, man. You know, like I've been like tapping in with like the music so far, and like I think you know you're very different from like all the other artists I've seen uh, right now, and like that's only because like you have like that whole De- Detroit sound. Detroit slash Flint sound like so perfectly when putting it on like a dope album like you know in Toronto right now you know because Back, you don't see like a lot of like Toronto artists uh, doing like Detroit sound albums and if they do it's not really like up to par in that sense too but like you you know you're being consistent with it you know it's a dope vibe and I like to see it you know appreciate it bro yeah man try to keep it different you know like yeah. no no hate or nothing everyone here sounds the same in the city so I'm trying to like Switch it up a bit, you know? Yeah, man. Because I like having fun with it, talking shit. Yeah. No auto-tune kind of rap. So, like... <laughs> nah, I got yeah, you, man. Yeah. Detroit flow is the way to go, for sure. Yeah, man. And I definitely see you making, like, a lane for yourself, too. And, like, we'll discuss some more on that, like, later on, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, since everyone wants to know, like, KG the Sad for the very first time, you know, you grew up in Scarborough. But, like, where did you uh, grow up in Scarbs? And, like, what was, like, the environment like for you back then? Yeah, yo, fuck. I was born here. I moved to Jamaica when I was, like, two. I lived there for a bit. Went to, like, preschool, grade one to four and whatnot. Then I came here after. But before that, I was back and forth to Canada. So oh, probably, true. like, 18, 19 years now, I've been living in Victoria Park, St. Clair. Oh, and true. I recently moved, like, probably, like, a year ago, right? Oh, true. So there's been, like, beaches, east end kind of thing, you know? Oh, true. That's just by, what, Parma, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close so, to Parma and shit. So how's, like, that vibe, like, you know, like, living around that Parma area and all that? and like? Yeah, I wasn't too close to it. But, yeah, there was always a shit going on there, you yeah. know? I was really like my a homebody kid, like on my ones doing my thing, you know. Yeah, true. Like I, if anything, I wasn't up to no good. I was out being good, you know. So ah, true. Yeah, bro. And like you know, you mentioned that you know you were like living in uh, Jamaica like throughout that time. Was it just uh, kind of shape up uh, for a bit too? Because yeah. I know because I know if some families like don't move their kids to Jamaica to kind of ease up like if there's like issues at school and all that type of stuff too. Yeah, so. No, I wasn't even like that. I just ended up going there because I was better for my parents, you know. So I stayed there with my pops for a bit, went to school. I was bad as hell still, I can't lie. So it's a good thing that happened, right? Yeah, man. So, yeah, my pops is still in my life to this day, you know? So i just been with him. Then I came here, like I said, 18, 19 years ago. Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, man. And, I mean, Jamaica, like, it's already explainable, too, with, like, all the dope music going on right now, the amazing culture, too. Like, they even have, like, a Bob Marley flick that's going to come out, like, next year and all that, mm-hmm. too. You might have seen it on YouTube and... Like dope sounds in, in Jamaica right now. Uh, Byron Messiah um, with I think Taliban. Like yeah, that's yeah, been going yeah. crazy too. And like Skilly Ben, all those guys. Yeah. Bro. But like sure. you know, with uh, VP and all that, VP and Saint Clair. Like as you mentioned, like Parma. Like they have some like dope guys out r- uh, right now. Sick people uh, from there. Uh, Big Lean. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a shitload of people. Like Roni uh, is like from there too, and like I think um, Drake's uh, guys, Hush, he's actually from there too. Well, uh, he used to go by like I think like Big Tony or something like that. But um, you know, even in that area, was it big for music at that time growing up? Yeah, no, they definitely were doing their thing. That was like we really started it in a way, kind of like a Chief Keef Chicago Joe vibe kind of thing. So like, yeah, Parma was definitely one of them for sure. That's really why I liked rapping at first too, because when I came around, I was like, "Oh, these guys are right down the street." Ah, so true. it just took me a while to let it stick, but I started rapping like later on, you know. So, true. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that you mentioned that you were like a bad kid, like back then, but you kind of shaped up. But like from you know birth until you know like at the age of like eighteen, like you know what were you like? You know, like what were like some uh, traits uh, that you've had like growing up and like I was just always for the people. I, I love to talk to people. I wasn't really shy, you know. I was all going, all that, like a little bit of lying and stuff as a kid, you know. But like other than that, like I just tried to be the best person I can be. Like my parents tell me, you know. Yeah, so, man. Wow. I definitely know what same, you mean. Same vibe for everything. Like if people give me that energy, then they get the same vibe, you know. True, true. No, yeah. most definitely too. And like, I mean, school, like you know, like even going to a specific school, like it kind of changes like the outreach of like what you want to do and all that too, like. From a good school to a bad school to anything else too, but um, mm -hmm. and like they'll always have like those career days and like all that type of stuff too, and like they'll tell you like, hey, like we'll go to this uh, place for a field trip and all that for just to kind of explore like job opportunities. But um, you know, at that time, like, what did you want to do like initially that you wanted to do for like a career or a job and all that? I always wanted to do like construction and stuff. I remember I wanted to be a firefighter ambulance, police officer. I said everything when I was a kid, right? Yeah. But like really like once I hit high school, I guess, sort of middle school, I was probably wanting to do construction, be working yeah. outside, you know? And yeah. I've been doing that ever since, so. Ah, true. Because construction, like, you know, it's like kind of like one of the best uh, things uh, right now for like people working and all that too. Like big money, big opportunities and all that too. Like yeah. big projects and, you know, even with the hours too, like there's like a lot of like opportunities to kind of grow like in the trade side too. So, you know, um, I think I've had this like crazy uh, question too. So I don't know if you know about like the whole like Eglinton, like West construction and all that too. Yeah. Like, the subways, all the so. way to the east. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, asked the this, city. I asked this uh, one guy like why it's like taking so long and all that too. But like in your experience, you know, with construction, why do you think like it takes so long to kind of make <laughs> the Egg West uh, like subway line? It's funny you say that. I actually seen it like a few days ago. If you guys really go and take a close look, you see how nice it looks. Yeah. That's the answer because uh -huh. there's a lot of detail in it. And there's nice landscape. Yeah. They didn't just build it just because, you know, True. even though it drove me nuts half the time driving through the ends. <laughs> roads are bumped yeah. up, messed up, bro. You know, so it's yeah. like. You got to, like, just go take a look one day if yeah. you're nearby. You'll see it. Yeah. It's nice. It's mint. True. So um, you can't hate on that, especially you know. I know half the, half the people in Toronto take public transit, right? Yeah. If not more, almost. Yeah. Nah. nah, I definitely know what you mean, man. And I think, <clears throat> I don't know if it would take, like, up to, like, 2027 <clears throat> or, like, 2026 to get that done, too. But hopefully it might work yeah. out from there, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it looks good, yo. They're doing their thing. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, but getting back into, like, the music part uh, right now, like, what was, like, your first introduction to music? Uh, probably, like, as a kid, man, I listened to everything. I, I feel like once I started learning all these songs, like, over, like, 10,000 songs word for word in my head, I just wanted to do music, you know, I got kind of bored. I wanted to make my own kind of flow, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, instead of listening to other people's music, which I support, I do that tons, I like listening to my tracks because it's like, it's music that I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. True. But nah, like, bro. we could get it with like the whole like Detroit sound. Like, how did you uh, get introduced to the whole like Detroit sound? 
that's what I started listening to right after, right before I started rapping. Actually, right, yeah, a lot of Rio, Free Rio, yeah. a lot of PZ, all those guys, you know. So it's like yeah. they really made me laugh and like look at it like an entertainment kind of style thing, right? So yeah. I say whatever I want to say as long as it's kind of funny, it's kind of true, you know. Yeah, and we're blessed. We'll just have fun with it. Yeah, really. Like for me, like my first introduction to the Detroit sound, um, it was like mainly Fruity, Grizzly and all that too, with First Day Out yeah. and all that. But uh, that kind of led into something more interesting too. And like, I mean, Dejlov too, but like... Yeah, that's mainstream. You, yeah. Like Big Sean and yeah. them, that's like... Yeah. Like T. Grizzly had, definitely has that like yeah. bio to it. Like, you know, he has the duo yeah. thing where he yeah. can do a mainstream flow yeah. and a Detroit flow. But like, yeah. I do a lot of Skilla Baby, Ice Revezo, yeah. 42 Dog, that kind of yeah. Detroit, right? Yeah. And like, like you know, different from, stuff. yeah, with T, it's like, I was like listening to him, then Sada Baby, then Payroll, uh, Giovanni when he works with like Cardo yeah, and all that too. too. And then I kind of expanded further, uh, further, like, you know, during the pandemic when I heard like BFP, the Pac-Man for the very first time. Like that was like. Super different too. There you go. <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Nah, most definitely. And um, um, so like with artists and sounds, like I know like you've mainly listened to like your own sound and like also with the Detroit stuff. But uh, what else uh, did you like listen to and all that? A lot. I listen to R&B. Usually I'm, I'm a radio guy at work. So it's like whatever's on the radio, yeah, if it has sure. a nice vibe flow, why not? I'm yeah. singing some shit. True. Whatever. Yeah. If it's Taylor Swift, something like that. Not I'm sure. not a country fan at all. <laughs> But like you know, certain yeah. mainstream songs, people sing. Everyone sings, right? Nah, I got, so. you, I got what you mean, man. And yeah. you listen to like Flow ninety three point five, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to that yeah. too. Perfect example. A lot yeah. of Afro beats, yeah. shit like that. So yeah, because I remember like when it was like only like Peter Cash and like also with um Blake Carter and all that too. Like that was like kind of a vibe back then. Like they were playing Toronto stuff and then they were playing like some other stuff too. Yeah. And then when it went to like G ninety eight point seven, you know, now it's like. A whole different, like a whole different sound and all that yeah. too, like Afrobeats, like R and B, as you said too. So, yeah. no, yeah. definitely, yeah. I wish I had it. I wish I had music out back then when they were yeah. playing more Toronto shit, because I've been trying to get on flow, you know. So it's like, yeah, now it's a competition because they play everything else. Yeah, nah, so yeah, I definitely listen to flow though. True, true. Nah, I got what you mean, man. And like, how did you get into rapping and making music? Uh, COVID really. Uh, I saw an ad, United Masters, Distro Kid. I'm like, what is this? And I'm looking at it, Googling it. And like, it's like a record label in your pocket. So that made me realize how easy it is to put my own music out. I didn't need nobody. I didn't need to be signed or found, you know? Like that's that's the difference now nowadays, right? Then back in the day, you had to be f like found. And like someone had to put you through the like paths to get music out, right? Yeah. Now you can do it yourself. So like, yeah. really because of COVID, I saw that. Yeah. Paid a membership, just started going yeah. with it. My boy had a home studio. A lot of things were clicking together. So I said, why not? Let's do this. I, yeah. have, I have everything ready. Yeah, no, I'm I have the resources. Yeah, so let's start rapping. You've mainly used uh, like a United Masters, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm on DistroKid now, oh, though. True. Yeah. So like, you know, even like around that time too, like what was like the whole like main difference between, you know, using like United Masters and like using another platform like uh, TuneCore or DistroKid yeah. or a CD Baby and all that? Many reasons. Some are cheaper. Some have better deals for if you have other artists yeah. with you trying to perform yeah. or make music. Yeah. So like DistroKid is good too. It's a group yeah. thing, right? And they also have like that whole like uh, legacy uh, thing too. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. United Masters has that too, but you got to be a select artist. Yeah. So I did that for like a year and then I was like, nah, DistroKid's better. Better deals, right? Yeah. Way better, more ways yeah. to promote too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, but it's like also like you have to pay for the subscription too because some people do like the whole monthly thing. Yeah, Others yeah. do like the whole like annually thing. It's annually for me yeah. still. Like I know uh, right now because I think like if like I used to do it for like an artist I used to manage uh, too and you know like he didn't like really release uh, music like that but um 
but like when I noticed like like because like the credit card was like also like in my name too like you know I was paying uh, for the stuff to get this music out too but like when I noticed like when there was like no no motion and all that too like you have to kind of realize like where everything's uh, going to so like you do have to make yeah. some changes and go backs and all that but, yeah, I agree bro yeah man but you know with your musical background and history like did it mainly come from your family or friends or like how was that like and like what inspired you to rap and you know be a musician and taking your craft seriously it's all social media based I feel like recently but back then as a kid I loved beats I loved dancing this and that like I always like looked at music as like a way to like really have fun with it and like enjoy yourself you know rather than just watching a movie sitting there doing nothing you yeah. know music you can sing dance all this yeah. stuff so and I that's think, really why yeah and I think you know even with music too because there's open opportunities for people to make music as well too and you know like some people like they'll rather be like the fan than like the artist too but like it has to be like that drive on like where you want to be like in that sense too, because you know, being an artist too, like it's like a lot of work and all that to be successful, to kind of get your name out there to do shows and all that too. So it's like kind of like a process too. So yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's real shit still. It's yeah. not that hard, but you know, you put your mind to it, you can yeah. do it. Right. So yeah, it's not, it's a good game still yeah. get into it, man. I, I recommend if you want to make music, have yeah. fun with it. Just make, make a track, you know? Yeah, no, nah, most definitely, man. Like, at what point did you decide on, like, to stop becoming, like, the fan and, like, just, like, becoming the artist, like, in that sense? Well, I'm still a fan. Like, I still have lots of music I like listening to. But, like, really, like, why I wanted to become an artist, just same thing, like I said earlier. I like listening to, like, my kind of songs, music, you know? Like, something that makes me get amped or hyped. Yeah. Like, um, I could picture someone saying it that's not me, and I could still say it as well, you know? Nah, 100%, so. you know? And, um... I know we already talked about like your influence so within music, which is like the whole like Detroit sound and all that too. But um, aside from like even like with RJ Lamont, you know RJ always like tripping and all that too. Uh, what artists like who who would you like to work with someday, like musically? Like an artist or a producer? Ah, both. You know, both? yeah. Well, I got a few like coming soon. I'm just working on it. Like I'm trying to work with MIA JC. That's another artist, Skilla Baby's producer, right? Ah, true. I'm trying to rap with half of those guys, Skilla yeah. Baby, Baby Money. You know, yeah. but the prices are up on those, so I gotta get there, right? <laughs> yeah, true. upcoming artists, yeah, I gotta man. get there, you know. I mean, you might get like a band gang, uh, Lonnie feature too, like if that's uh, yeah, possible. That's like, another one because I know right now, like his traction, it's here and there sometimes too. Like it could be like hit or miss. Like back then in like 2018, like he was like the man uh, from there, but like I think lately too, because of when he had Babyface and like Vez and yeah. like you know B Baby Money and Skilla and all that too. Like now they're kind of rising while he. Is like still like doing like the work and all that too, but uh, hopefully like I'd see you uh, do a song uh, with Lon uh, with Band Gang Lonnie. I think also um, I don't know if you uh, rock with like Cali rap and all that too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, listen to like yeah. YG, True. those guys. Yeah. yeah, like I'd definitely see you like on a track of like Ralphie the Plug and all that, or yeah, also um, you know, Arm C Mike too. Like I kind of see like that whole vibe. You know, Beef be the Pac Man. Yeah, um, I bump those guys still. Yeah. yeah, shout out those niggas. <laughs> yeah. Shooter Gang Coney too. Like, he's also, like, pretty dope too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just to kind of add that in, top five uh, Detroit artists and producers uh, you're listening to, like, right now? RJ. Shout out RJ. Uh, Lonza King. He's not from Detroit, but he has those Detroit kind of beats. And, like, most Detroit rappers bump with him, you know? Oh, Are we talking just producers right now or both? We can and do both, artists. actually, you know? Yeah, PZ, Skilla, right? Yeah. Baby Money. That's five already. There's There's tons more, though, you <laughs> know? Yeah, so. for me, um, top five uh, Detroit artists, I'd say 
I'd say Sada Baby. I'd say uh, Band Gang Lonnie. Yeah. I swear, Vezo, Babyface Ray, um, and then also PZ too. You know, PC, yeah. and then if I were to add like a couple in, like T Grizzly, um, Cash Doll, um, yeah, yeah for still, me, yeah. all those people too. It's yeah. like a tie, bro. Yeah, They're I rock with like I rock with like end beats too. I rock with like Helva and all that. Uh, RJ as well too. Yeah. So Band Band Gang Six yeah, still. Uh, but like the first time listeners, how would you describe your music to them, and what can they expect from you? Well, right off the bat, Detroit Flow, as obviously, we've been talking about it. And, like, kind of fun entertainment, saying whatever I want. Kind of freestyling, but writing, right? Usually I freestyle in my head, but I'm writing it down. So it's kind of like both. Yeah, right? It's not like just right off the head into the mic. But it's because I like to perfect it or, like, add mm-hmm. words to it, make it sound mm-hmm. even more funnier or, or, like, entertaining. Yeah, man. You know? So yeah. catchy. That's the rhyme, obviously, right? Yeah. I'm not an offbeat kind of Detroit rapper. I'm, like, straight on on point rap with the beat flow right yeah so yeah just if you want to go listen to some good music yeah man i suggest you won't kg to have yo humbly <laughs> yeah man i think that already answers like the second question too so we could kind of, like kind of like skip the uh, second question because as a rising artist in toronto with the whole detroit sound you know that's what makes you like the best like from the rest and all that too like it kind of rhymes from there I appreciate so, it so yeah man um but where do you see yourself like within like the short term and long term you know like within like you know a year or two to like five to ten years like what are your goals i'm definitely taking the music serious i'm trying to like do more shows have people know really who kg is right not just be an upcoming artist like get up to that level so i'm just working bro yeah, i'm bro. doing both i'm working my job and i'm doing this rap shit yeah, full full time you know uh, true so definitely it's in the music lane though for yeah. sure i'm not gonna fall off yeah man uh which shows uh did you do uh before like you know like i actually want to get to know like the performances and stuff like that and like how like what the experience was like i did quite a few like if i could try to remember like i did some at clinton's bar i've done some at scarlet's i've done some at uh lancaster house it's like a lot of strip clubs yeah man. i've done like car shows i've done outside same thing another car show oh, like true, true. a good amount so no nah, most definitely yeah. and how was like that whole like performing experience uh, like yeah. you know like opening up or like even just like headlining like those shows and yeah. all that you know also i perform at a rec room oh, it was pretty sick like performing on stages like that is a good yeah. vibe it's not just like you're like all in the same kind of level and stuff you're on yeah. a real stage you're putting on an entertainment like yeah. scene right so yeah man no nah, i fuck with it it's sick yeah man i love performing yeah because like you kind of like get to know like the audience more and like you kind of get to like network as well too so yeah that's the number like, one thing like what i've noticed uh too like from you and yba too like i think especially from yba it's like you know being in these moments where you get to like interact with people and like actually do shows like professionally it's not like the whole like pay to play like type stuff and all that too mm-hmm. you know just if that offer like if that offers uh to you you know like if you get the chance to perform like you just got to take it in, like, regardless, you know, so... Yeah, you know, for real. Yeah, I paid to perform my one-two time, but you got to get... You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, man. That's all it's, that's what it's all about. If you're trying to do this music shit, you can't be broke, bro. Yeah, true, true. Like, and not even broke, I should say cheap. Yeah. Like, you got to, like, yeah, pay... Do what you need to pay for, pay for all that stuff, but, like, you got to put money into the uh, music, right? Uh, uh, so, true, true. That's how it is. Yeah, no, nah, I know what you mean, man. And how did the working relationship with Team Real Estate 247 come about, and... Like, what was it like having her as your manager in terms of your musical journey and process? Yeah. Well, she likes to call herself a concierge. She's not like a manager, but she definitely does the manager duty. Like, she puts us out there. She says our name. She promotes us all the time. She tries to find us events to perform at. Same thing, right? Like, I just recently joined, like, about a month ago. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's worth it. Like, she really knows what she's doing. 
She's a good person. She's not yeah. trying to be no one else, you know? Yeah, no, nah, I'm a like, selfie. And I saw her Instagram, random posts, I guess a promotion post. Yeah. Through like another like page. And I after I seen that one, she started popping up over and over. So I said, why not follow her? See what she's about. I DM'd her. Yeah. A year later, she hit me up, you know? She's busy, so. Yeah, no. Nah, and yeah, ever since then, we've been locked in like the last yeah. four or five months now. Yeah, because with her, like, she actually had like a crazy working experience like before in the past too, like, 2018, 2019, she worked with like Chromas and like everyone, yeah. You know, also I think uh, Cholakash uh, too, and like a whole lot of other people too. And you know, I've noticed like her relationship with Chromas is like still good and all that. The Cholakash stuff, I think uh, it's already explainable and all that. But like, you know, with her like working with like new acts, like with you, with YBA and all that, it's like interesting too because you know, like she's setting the levels to kind of take you guys on to like the next level too. To even perform with like Tony Yeo to perform yeah, with American artists. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna say that. Yeah. That's why she's like tapped in with super tapped in with American artists, yeah. this and that. And you know, people in America support better in this yeah. upcoming music shit. So it's like, yeah, like she's I, definitely yeah. the one number one reason yeah. you want to mess with her. Yeah, because I think she even had like a connection with like Benny and like Conway and all, like, of all them. those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, regardless, you know, true. And two four seven. True. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so, like, what's your creative pr- uh, process like when making music? And what would, like, a day in the studio be like for you? Like, at first, when I started, I was in my house. So, like, the days in the studio kind of changed for me throughout the years. But, like, in my crib, I'll just show up with my boys. Mm-hmm. We'd set up. I'd be so excited, energetic, right? Like, playing video games, whatever, right before rapping. Not even, like, looking at words and stuff. And then later on, about now, like, a few months recently, I've been actually taking it serious, writing it on my phone. You know, going there and not getting too lit, like taking it like I'm working, right? Like I drink, I smoke a one too, but like I really like to go to the studio to work and get my music done. So it's like everything comes naturally. I don't got to force it really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, nah, I know what you mean, man. That's about it. Yeah. And like, I know like also with the studio too, it's like kind of like the people you bring in, like the vibe too, like the aura. So like, what's like that whole like aura like, you know, being in that studio and all that? Yeah, it's fun. You know, we're always laughing. I, I crack the guys up half the time in the studio. When I say some shit, even if I mess it up, it sounds funny as hell, you know? Yeah, man. So, like, it's a good vibe. We're definitely energetic. Obviously, Detroit beats, right? Just yeah, having man. fun with it. True, true. Yeah. Do you kind of, like, uh, blaze up or, like, get lit at the studio and all yeah, that? Yeah, I was saying that. Like, a little bit. I drink a little bit, smoke a little bit. But I, like, try to stay, like, mainly sober. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like when I actually, like, take it professionally, I do better. Yeah. Rather than just having fun with it. Wasting time at the studio, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Like, what would, like, a good studio session, like, be like for you and all that? Just, like, having, like, a good amount of, like, energy, you know, just, like, even uh, with the sound, too, and all that? Uh, Man, just people just got to be in there having fun. Not not no weird shit, right? No, like, grilling me or trying to, like, diss the music, you know? At least yeah, help put in a bar to say what I should say if I messed up, if you're not fucking with it, you know? That yeah. way I get more advice on it. But other than that, yeah, no, just be cool, yo. Have fun with it. There could be no people. There could be plenty of people. Yeah. doesn't faze me. I like rapping in the studio regardless, you know? Nah, I'm like my safe haven, they, they call it, so. Yeah, man. Nah, likewise. Yeah. And, you know, like, even working with, like, Archie Lamont. I don't know if he's actually from Flint or Detroit. Because, yeah, he is, though. Yeah. Oh, from Flint? Yeah. Oh, so how did you uh, manage uh, to work with him and on the production of your latest project? And, like, what was, like, that relationship and experience, you know, working with him? And, like, what were, like, some things that you uh, both learned from each other in order to work better within your music? Uh, to be honest, like, I never really met him in person, but we did a lot of talking before. He works with all budgets. He's super understanding. He's chill. He's not like a DJ or a producer that's like, oh, you ain't got no money? All right, next. Like, you know? So right off the bat, that made me feel like 
I could actually do something with this guy, which I which I have, right? Yeah. Drop eight tracks with him, shit like that. We're still locked in, trying to do some more soon. Yeah. So uh, definitely a good way to come out. It's yeah. like the Detroit sound is upcoming. So I might as well bring an upcoming popular sound to the yeah. city right now as we speak, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, it's a good vibe still. You taught me a lot. Taught me how to have fun with it. Yeah, right? no. Nah. Probably uh, seems like a dope vibe uh, too, like in that sense too, because you know when you interact and like when you get like that beats too, it's like kind of like knowing the energy and the vibe like that he uh, like kind of um, like encapsulate like like too like in that sense too. So I think like even like when that project dropped, like was there like a lot of like reception uh, to it? Like were people like rocking with it and all that? Yeah, no, for sure. Like uh, I did got him before that, right? So that was with Lonza King. That was like my first Detroit beat kind of style. Like I was practicing with those beats, and uh, ever since then I went to RJ's beats, started having even more fun with it. You know, I took it more like a freestyle, like I was saying. So yeah, man, nah, likewise. And what was like the creative process and inspiration uh, for that project? I was like free Rio in my head, so I needed to put on Detroit in a way kind of thing. You know, like I rent my city, I love my city and all that, but like the music scene is hard, as we all know, yeah, right? Man. So I had to do something different, like I was saying earlier, to be able to stand out. So like the creative process of that was hop on upcoming music. You know, yeah. like if Atlanta was in my head, it was an option, I would have went to Atlanta. But that's yeah. a whole different kind of thing, right? Yeah. You gotta have the accent and all this, you know? Yeah. So. It's just like finding like what people like kind of like in that sense too. Like yeah. just like knowing the vibe energy. No, yeah. I I got you, man. No, oh, I definitely shit. understand too. Um, but with uh, like with the other projects too like the Gotham series you know because like that was like also like a dope project as well like what was like that whole uh, creative process and inspiration like um i met long lons sorry lons on uh instagram same way he gave me some good deals good beats quick thing right and he actually liked my music itself so i had to work add more songs with him work with him right so he's from las vegas like i was saying but heavily detroit influence you know yeah, he's man. done a lot for like Grind Hardy. I don't know if you know him. He's in the group at V's and stuff. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Bear. Bear freaking artist probably. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think of who else. It's probably quite a few. I just got a clue in. Like Rio definitely was one. So, yeah, no. Lon's yeah. definitely is a guy. Yo. Deals. If artists, if producers have deals or whatever, I'm all for it, you know? Because ah, I work hard for my money, right? Ah, true. Yeah, true. I know like, you know, even with, like American producers, like American artists too, like they'll only take like three ways of money of uh like money, you know, like for Cash App, for PayPal, through like Zelle and all that too. Because yeah. with here, it's like you're either sending it for e transfer or through like PayPal and all that too. Because Facts. Cash App, Zelle, like forget about it. You no, know? can't so, use that here. Yeah, yeah no, man. I told them that it's PayPal all the way for me usually, yeah. or Apple Pay sometimes, right? Oh, true. Like Detroit art, uh, Detroit artists and producers take App- Apple Pay. Yeah, some of them do that. That's crazy, man. Because yeah. Apple Pay, it's like it's a good thing too to use. Um, but it's like you know, I'd see it like more so like when you're going to a store and all that type of stuff too. Yeah, you know, so they have it though. Ah, oh, true. I think you just gotta it's like PayPal now. Yeah, you can just true. add an email and, and it's a yeah. Apple bank account, right? Yeah, because um, I was contacting this guy, um, Alex Wiley. He's actually from Chicago. But, like, he works with, like, Chance the Rapper and, like, Mick Jenkins and, like, all those people, too. And, you know, I, like, he was, like, having a deal, like, hey, do you want to purchase these uh, products for, like, $100? Like, because, like, it's, like, you know, if you send me $100, I'll send you two copies of, like, my vinyl with, like, other stuff and all that, too. Like, he sent it to me last year, but it's, like, 
I didn't like respond to him until like days ago. So, mm. and he told me like, you know, I only take Zelle and like, I had to tell him, you know, I'm from here. So I, you know, I only take PayPal or for the bank and all that too. So, or like Western union too. Yeah, like some, too, yeah. So. Yeah. So like he said, like PayPal works too. So it's like, yeah. Like, you know, even with American artists too, like I can understand like that whole process of like, you know, paying for features or paying for other stuff too, because if you don't have cash up or Zelle, you know, it's only PayPal. And like not a lot of people understand like e-transfers too and all that, you know. So facts, yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely a challenge, but they all they're all on it now. Yeah. They all know that Canada's coming their way, right? Yeah, man. So they gotta accommodate for all of us all over the world, bro. Nah, one hundred percent. And you know, with the music <coughs> that you make now versus before, did you feel like there was like a significant uh, significant change out for the better? Oh yeah, definitely. Before I was rapping on any beat, like any random beat. But, like, a lot of people are telling me, like, try to find your flow, your style, and, like, make good music kind of thing, you know? And I keep switching it up. Even though it's good to have versatility in your tracks, right? But, like, more times, like, when I go to the Detroit flow, I feel like it's home. It's easier, natural to me because I listen to those guys, right? So that's that's my answer for that. Yeah, man. And <clears throat> I think, like, you know, you kind of have to find, like, the style that fits for you because... Like, not every beat's going to be, like, an instinga beat, like, unless, like, you could, like, work with it, too. Like, you know, with Cali Beats, it might work, but it's, like, more slowed down, like, more, like, do, 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 do. Like, it'll yeah, kind of yeah. slow down with Detroit Beats. They always the whole, like, sped up style, so it's, like... Yes, upbeat yeah. stuff. And, like, you know, it's just kind of knowing, like, is this going to be, like, the right fit for my sound? Is this going to be something that I'll actually, like, tend to enjoy, too? So it's, like... Knowing what you like and, like, knowing what works for you, too, you know, so. Mm, yeah, I know. I rapped on a couple of Cali beats, but like I said, it feels like home with Detroit, right? Yeah, So man. it's easier to make tracks and yeah, volume man. very fast, quickly. Yeah, man. Nah, likewise. And how did you uh, get your stage name, uh, KG the Sap, by any chance? Uh, to be honest, KG is my initials, right? And I just always, I always like uh, these clothes I would see. It had Savage logo on it all the time, like Savage, this and that. And, like, sometimes as a kid, I was a savage. Like, I did a lot of fuckery. So I just look at it as, like, blending it with my motto, like, success, ambition, values. So, like, KG to Sav is kind of my thing now. Ah, true. Yeah. Nah, I'm doing merch, too, so I'm putting the, the motto out more, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, man, like, with, like, it's kind of interesting, too, because it has, like, a nice flow to it, too. But I feel like with, like, even with Toronto artists, too, like, they'll always do, like, that whole like simple like name too like AP or DQ or BK or yeah. CK too like with KG the Sap like it has like an interesting uh, flow to, like to it you know like you know yeah. just how like people can describe it too like if you're a savage or if you're like on like timing and all that too so mm. like it kind of has to mean something too like you know oh, I definitely. think yeah so I kind of like rate the name and all that too respect you know, so. bro yeah, thanks man. bro likewise man and um. How do you deal with your mental health as a person in your position, like with everything going on in your life? Have you ever felt like it could be like overwhelming? Yeah, but like it's like anything in life. Even growing up, like when we were teenagers or whatever, we were stressed, overwhelmed, but we're still here, right? So I looked at it the same way with music. Like whatever happens, I'm going to stress now, but I got to get over it to like keep it moving, you know, do better. Yeah, man. So no, definitely a good yeah. mind state. Nah, likewise, because like with a lot of stuff going on in life, in life too, like you know, you always have to be alert with whatever you're going through too. Like, you know, just in the TDC a while back too, there was like a stabbing like at Eglinton uh, like station, you know, like upper yeah. and like there's like other Reasonable. stuff too, like shootings and all this type of stuff too. So you're always on high alert, like on whatever happens too, because 
you know, anything can happen to. And like also like a lot of stuff too with bills, with like responsibilities, with all this type of stuff. You still have to follow them. Like it's still your responsibility. But, you know, sometimes too, it could be like overwhelming too. So like at times, you know, taking a break could also be at the best too. Or like, you know, also meditating or also like doing things that could help you like ease up more. Like it's good either way, you know, so. Yeah, no, I agree, bro. For sure. Yeah, man. Just try to stay off the streets, true, drive true. around in my whip more yeah. times, you know. True, true. Construction, I'm on the streets a lot. Yeah. But, like, I blend in. I'm wearing construction clothes, you know. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's a breath of fresh air and all that, too. You know, you kind of enjoy the environment, too. And, like, you know, I've actually, um, I used to do, um, like, security uh, for a bit, you know, before, like, this whole, like, TLY stuff and all that. So, I used to work at um, construction sites, you know, within the security aspect, too. And, you know, they would have, like, these, like, normal things that they do, like, flirt with women or... Like all that type of stuff too, like catcalling, and it's to kind of like you know enjoy the enjoy the mood, enjoy the timing, and all that too, because you know you're not gonna have that time to enjoy life and all that you know. So yeah, really, you gotta do it while you're working because <laughs> you're working fucking long hours and shit. Yeah, man. You so might like, as well have fun. Yeah, and like even being outside in the fresh air too. Like even if it's raining too, you know, it's a better yeah. vibe than like anything else too. You know, so yeah, yeah man. Definitely, I agree. Yo, how do you uh, feel about social media right now? You see anything on it? It's wild. Yeah, or like it can it can influence you, give you advice in a good way or a bad way, yeah. just how you look at it, right? So the way yeah. I'm looking at it is like it's definitely not serious. It has nothing to do with your real life, nothing to do with like how you feel in in real life. It's like a whole next virtual reality, you know? Yeah, it's like well, a way to ex- escape from like your real life, right? No, nah, but like definitely, I show like what I'm really going through and what I do on Instagram. But what I watch is like a whole fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah, watch all no, this man. random shit bro It's hilarious Yeah man No like 100% too And like I think just You know the idea of it too Like it is like kinda Like interesting too Like with what's going on You know IG and Meta Like they're doing like The whole like Fred situation You know b- based out of like Twitter and all that too Because yeah, Elon yeah. Musk is like Twitter You know it's Not as interesting anymore too But like mm, You know facts. some people are still Like kinda using it too Like with the whole like Legacy like verifications And all that type of stuff too So it's just kind of knowing, like, you know, the right moment, too. And, like, sometimes, too, IG can be toxic. Facebook can be, like, problematic. Twitter, like, not everyone can get into, like, Twitter and all that, too. And, like, TikTok and, like, Snapchat. Not yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah. the vibe as it used to be and all that, too. So it's, like, you know, it's just, like, knowing how to decompress and, like, how to, like, take a break and all that, you know, so. For real, yeah. I don't do the TikTok, but I don't have Snap no more either. <laughs> I just stay the IG. Yeah. Really good for music purposes, right? Snap was a good one, but, like, I feel like people on Snap aren't there for music. They're there. Just to like kind Snapchat. of vibe up and, like, send right. some shit. Exactly. <laughs> nah, no, I got you, real. man. Nah, 100% too. And, like, I think nowadays, too, like, IG, it could, it could create, like, fake realities or images that people can, like, verify and all that, too. Because with, like, IG, you know, you could take a pic of, like, you know, being at the best in your life, too. But, like, deep down, you could be upset or unhappy and all that, yeah, too. And, like, it's just, like, knowing when to decompress like and, like, knowing, you know, what to post and what not to post and all that, too, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, no, we're definitely all going through some shit, but, like, oh. we got to at least be humble about it, you know? Be grateful for what we got, where we're at. Yeah, man. Right? Just look good doing it. That's the kind of thing. Nah, that's, how, that's the vibe yeah. I'm on, right? Yeah, no, 100%. And uh, do you have any, like, I know, like you said, like, you're not, like, tuning into, like, television and this stuff as much, too, but... Do you have, like, something that, like, you're tapping in right now in terms of, like, television shows or, like, podcasts or movies or books that you'd like to recommend for people? 
I've been watching uh, the Breaking Bad series recently. Because oh, when it came out, I was a youngin, obviously, and I really wasn't into like watching TV. I was outside a lot. So that's one of them. The whole series, like Better Call Saul, the movie was all right, but yeah, well. that's like one. The Wire, Boys in the Hood, a lot of the old school stuff, right? Yeah, Where it's well. like, yeah, they're hood, it's hood shit, but it's like real, like, how to be a man shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, Breaking Bad, they have like a new movie out right now. El Camino, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, like it's based on, slow, yeah, slow. yeah. And Sorry. then also, um, I don't know if you watch like Better Call Saul and all that. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just saying. All the, <laughs> the trilogy, all three of them. Yeah. Better Call Saul, Breaking yeah. Bad, El yeah. Camino, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched Breaking Bad and you know El Camino, but I've never watched um like Better Call Saul and all that too. Even though I feel like I have like missed out on that part too, like even though it is kind of like how it like was back then because it took place in like what the nineties or something like that, yeah. and then you know the actual series started until like the two thousand, so Facts. it's like kind of like that whole like timeline uh, timeline from there and all that you know. So yeah, no, it's a good point of view. Still, you should watch it because like you see everything uh, who everyone was before yeah. they were the way they were in Breaking Bad, you know. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like, if you're into Breaking Bad right now, I mean, The Wire is also pretty good, too. Like, it's kind of, like, more slow-paced, but, like, yeah. it has, like, a lot of, like, vital moments, too. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, well-known people that acted before. Uh, Method Man, uh, he played this guy named uh, Cheese. Yeah. Like, kind of like a background character. I mean, Idris Elba, he played uh, this guy named Stringer Bell. Uh, and, like, a whole lot of other people, too. The guy that played Avon in, um, I think... No, not even the guy that pay, uh, paid uh, played Ace in Paid in Full. Okay. He's a character uh, named uh, Avon in uh, like The Wire and all that too. So it's like it's pretty yeah. interesting from there and all they you know. So yeah, even Power and all that. Oz too, yeah, man. Oz, yeah. Uh, Sopranos, a lot of stuff, you know. Mm. So yeah, man. Um, how do you feel about the Toronto music scene uh, right now? Do you feel that there should be some changes on the direction of where the scene should go to? Nah, it is what it is. Like, there's a lot of different kind of cultures and whatever down here right so we all kind of merge together good like i know a lot of people that sing auto-tune they don't sing auto-tune they actually sing they rap you know so it's yeah, like a, definitely a good vibe like we have people like me now starting to do the detroit thing so we're all yeah. just different sounding you know it's really yeah. hard to put on what sound but like mainstream i guess you want to say like yeah it's like drake right yeah so. and there's like a lot of crazy things uh, happening right now like it's been good before now it's like you don't know what's going on too and like right. you know like recently you know rolling loud like they're not hosting in toronto uh right now for this year and like i think uh, the whole like situation with uh keep six solid you know getting shot like the owner of it and like a, whole lot of, a lot of other stuff too like do you feel that like even with situations like that it's kind of making like a slight like downfall and like even in like internal policies do you feel like you know blog pages are Kind of doing that stuff too to kind of instigate it. Yeah, definitely. It's like always clickbait type yeah. shit, right? So I feel like whatever they have, they have to post about celebrities and shit. It's always a hype, so you never really believe it. Yeah. You know, like when Takeoff died, that was one example. I was yeah. like, "What? This is fake?" And then really happened. So it's like, yeah, it's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even the whole like uh, making the selling like situation too, because I remembered one day I was like kind of reading it, like you know, people said like you know, Tory is like not guilty for shooting at Meg and like this other stuff too. He's only guilty of carrying like the stick and all that too. But, you know, people like found, found it out like too, like with No Jumper, with Say Cheese, you know, they made those posts too. And like yeah. later on, he's found guilty of like all free charges. So it's like, you don't know what to believe nowadays. Like you don't know like if it's actually going to be like factual and all that too. Like 
I could like post something like that might be fake, you know, like a fake sex tape or something that might be different, but like something, it could also have like effect, like a detrimental effect to people. Like when they do tend to notice and like, you know, sometimes too lawsuits come, you know, real shit, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. the main thing. You got to avoid those. Yeah, man. No, a hundred percent. Um, we just have these like last uh, few uh, questions, but um, you know, I always like ask this for like people who like want to get their fans like notice their music. You know, you know, starting like this year and all that. You know, to get people to know like the artists, the guests, like with their music and all that. But um, name free songs like in your catalog that you'd like to recommend for any person that has not heard about you before or that would like to know more about you. Sauce is the go-to right now. Sauce is bumping, playing that everywhere I go. Uh, cruising in the six is a good vibe. It's a slower Detroit kind of vibe, and I'd probably say my my first songs I ever made. Like one of them's called Pandemic, Pandemic. So obviously when the pandemic started, I made a track, right? So those are definitely the three go tos. But yeah, Bump Sauce for sure, yo. The video's out, everything's out, it's going crazy, all platforms. And Let's also like Flint to the six too. Like if you're not tapping in, like also listen to that album too. Facts. That is definitely lit. Listen to it like a Toronto artist working with a well-known Detroit producer. Like, what can he be? Like, that's the only one that could actually take take over right now. And that's facts. 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 <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Um, and what's uh, next for you in terms of any other music, creative projects, and so forth? Like, I know you have an event coming up on Monday, but do you have like anything else going on too? No, I'm just at doing my Scarlet thing right now, performing there whenever I can. Shout out to Chili for sure. He's getting me shows. Real estate really introduced me to Scarlet too. So I'm probably going to hit her up because obviously she's pointing me in the right directions, you know? So yeah. definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, likewise too. And um, do you know where, like for people that want to like follow you on social media, like where can they follow you? I'm on all platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, Tidal, all that. K-G-D-A-S-A-V, one word. You can find me. It's all caps. When you search it, you'll see it pop up. In, you can't miss it. It's easy to find. All platforms. Instagram. No Snapchat, though, obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, 100%, man. And do you have any, like, closing remarks you'd like to say? Nah, bro. Shout out to you guys for having me here. It was sick. Yeah. Good talking, bro. I like the questions. It's productive, you know? Yeah, man. These people know about me a little bit more now, for sure. Yeah, man. And, you know, we earlier we did the whole, like, uh, crown apple uh, with the uh, cream soda. Yeah. How did you feel about that? That was fire. Yeah. Shout out to Josh. who put me on. Yeah. Yo, you guys don't steal this trademark. It's his, yo. I swear. <laughs> yeah. I fire, mean, bro. you got to, like, find it on TikTok, too. But, like, I'm the first one putting it on, like, in on this me. whole format, too, you know? So, <laughs> got to try it out, you know? Putting me on it. So, you know? Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, KG, you yeah, know, it's bro, a pleasure sure. having you on. Know, yeah, man. And, you know, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, episode 41 of Tila White Talks. You know, you can find it on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, yeah. like much more. I feel like I say it like way too much, but like we got to get people to tap in like from yeah, there. tap in, yo. Yeah, man. And, you know, five stars, like if you wanted to do it for the Apple Podcast one too, but, you know, if you want to tap in, tap in, you know, like it'll yeah. always be up uh, like whenever it is, you know, and this is Josh, also known as Yashu. Episode 41 of Teal White Talk, signing off.